Hey, podcast listeners. Thanks for joining us for the All Saints Lutheran Sermon Series of Podcasts. We're so delighted that you've landed on this page, and we ask that you contextualize yourself by reading the descriptor. Enjoy, and let us know what you think. Well, good morning. That's a new word, by the way, womishness. doesn't actually show up in the dictionary. I was invited by a friend to try something new this last week. It's called a float. Have you ever heard of a float before? It was this really intense experience, and I'm going to describe it to you. Imagine a pod, like from the movie Cocoon, just a big round egg, basically, filled with warm water, and it's loaded with over a thousand pounds of dissolved Epsom salts. So much salt that your body is buoyant. Uh, Now you close the pod, it's pitch dark. I have wax earplugs in, and an entire hour of total visual and hearing deprivation. Now some of you might think, yikes! That would totally freak me out. Show of hands. All right. I'm also interested to know how many among you might be willing to try it. All right. Okay. And you might be wondering, what's the point of doing a float? Well, it's for meditation, detoxification, relaxation, reflection, a rebooting of the spirit. And it was timely for me to have this opportunity to float because... I had been holding a great amount of grief in my soul following two deaths of people that I've cared for deeply for over two decades. What I noticed in the first few minutes was all I could hear was my heartbeat. And it was loud. Then I needed to remember to breathe and to relax into the experience. And it took a little while to get into the flow But finally, I was able to let go of the chatter, the to-do lists, the funeral services, and all the stuff that normally distracts me from being fully present. After I completed the float, my friend and the person behind the desk looked at me and said, and I quote, wow, you look so much brighter. And I felt brighter. Here's the image that I was left with around this experience. It was womish. Now, you may be wondering, why are you telling this story on Pentecost? So I'm so glad you asked. Thank you. Because in the beginning, the Spirit hovered over creation and breathed new life into us, and it was good. Because in the beginning, we were dispersed and confused by our language and that beautiful story of the Tower of Babel, and we have been brought back together again, and it is good. I feel like we need to practice that. It is good, yes, because in the beginning of the Christian church, the Spirit descended upon the disciples and the followers of Jesus, unifying the good news of Jesus Christ, of the new life that we've already been given. And this is really good, because we were knit together in the womb of our mother's bellies, stitch by stitch, and that new birth created life. And it was good. Yes, it is good. But I also think we need to continue to unlearn what we think that we already know. And that's where the Spirit steps in and gives us a holy nudge. I like to think of it sometimes as a holy 
headbutt because some of us are a little stubborn. The holy nudge to unlearn and learn again that God is for all of us, no matter what. There is no us and them. The recommendation that I give to any young person that is identifying as other than heterosexual is this. Set a clear boundary with your family around how you identify. Tell them in your own words, I love you, I want you to learn on your own about the spectrum of sexuality, and in one year from now you can ask me one question. If it's inappropriate, I will abstain from answering. What you need to know is this, I am still me. This is a new way to learn how to respect every person, no matter what they look like, where they come from, and who they love, especially on a day like today when we vote on becoming an even more inclusive community of faith. I want to share with you a story about a project that occurred about 20 years ago. It was called the It Gets Better Project. It was designed by Dan Savage and his husband Terry because so many people were taking their lives by suicide because they were gay. There are videos about this made by presidents and personalities and people that have made a positive influence on the world. In fact, I even made one and put it online during that time. Hmm. Hopefully I can even make a hopeful and influence on others still today. The point is that everyone is worthwhile, acceptable, and capable. You may feel like Everyone hates you right now, but that's not true. They need to unlearn fear, retract their Bible bullets, and their misuse of power over. Can I get an amen? Amen. And I want them all to hear that if you need help, we're here to tell you it will get better. It may take a little time, but don't let the haters win. You are worthwhile, acceptable, lovable not alone, and love for free. Still, there is a reason that we host a teen homeless shelter here at All Saints. Because the work is not yet done and some families reject their children because they don't understand how they identify. Yes, there is still some unlearning to do. We need to unlearn prejudices that have been ingrained in our schools, our communities, our churches and institutions from school boards and local government to the federal level. We need to continue to remember that black and brown lives matter, gay rights matter, and every single person in the world, both living and dead and yet to be born, all people matter. We need to remember that the spirit is breathing new life from the beginning of time to the confused time of Babel to the first time the church oriented itself together and the Spirit descended upon it to today where the beginning of this church is renewed through the Reconciled in Christ vote. Because when we strip away all the things that we need to unlearn, what we realize is that all of us came from the same place, and namely, that is the womb. We have all been born anew through the amniotic birth waters of our mothers, and we are reminded of our adoption into the family of Christ at the font. Elizabeth Stone wrote, 
making a decision to have a child, it is momentous. It is to decide forever to have your heart go walking around on the outside of your bodies. If that is true, that we are the children of God, can you even imagine the depth and breadth of God's incredible love for each and every one of us? We are God's heart walking around in the world. The womishness of God has nurtured us, nourished us, and birthed us into new life. God's heart is in you. God's heart is in me. And we are all wandering around in this world together. Now, I think you might know this song, but I think it's a good one to end on. Spirit of the living God, fall afresh on me. Spirit of the living God, fall afresh on me. Melt me, mold me, fill me, use me, Spirit of the living God, fall afresh on me. And for this incredible gift, we can all say, thanks be to God.